fed up of floor robes, driven to distraction and drowning with doom boxes, tired of living in chaos? Welcome to Decluttering Untangled, how to declutter when you're overwhelmed, ADHD or autistic. I'm going to help you uncover the secrets to decluttering, no matter what hurdles you face. You'll discover how to declutter, de-stress and transform your world. I'm Heather Tingle, reformed hoarder, neurodivergent declutter queen and your guide through the maze of mess. Let's get untangled. Welcome to another episode of Decluttering Untangled. And in today's episode, I'm going to talk to you through the pros and cons of using a skip. Now, you can also substitute a skip for a man with a van or a waste contract company, or if you're in the US or Canada, a dumpster. Um, So today I'm going to talk about it for two reasons. So one, it was a question I got asked from a listener of the podcast, which is so lovely to get. Thank you so much for emailing me in. Um, And secondly, it was because a few weeks ago, a well-meaning relative of a client suggested that they get a skip and the client felt this was a really good idea. However, for this client, I thought it was a bad idea. And today I'm going to talk you through the reasons why, things for you to consider and when it's a good idea to get a skip or the alternatives if that's not a good idea for you. I think there's some kind of fallacy that as declutterers and organisers that I use skips all the time. Um, I have to say in all my years, so what, seven years now, I've used one skip with a client in all the years of me decluttering. I have used them myself personally a few times um, to great success. And I do think that community skips should be a thing. This is where I go on my high horse as I think it would reduce fly tipping. And for many people, it would make life easier to get rid of a few bits and bobs laying around. However, that is a whole other rant for a whole different day. But in the meantime, for most clients, um, alternatives is what I use is organised curbside pickups from their local council. And these are generally far, far cheaper than paying for a skip. And also much more manageable to deal with as well. Um, Other options you might consider are hiring a man with a van or a woman with a van, or a person with a van. Uh, But this can have its own issues. So you need to check that they're legitimate, that they've got a waste carrier license, because if they don't, or if they take your stuff and then just dump your stuff on a country lane, which happens an awful lot, you are liable for it. So you need to be really careful who you're trusting to remove your discards. Now, the downsides of skips, generally... I find they're not actually that useful. You only have access to them for maybe a few weeks. They're like they're a short-term solution, which can work really well, but you've only got them for a short space of time. So you need to be very quick on filling them. You will end up with skip divers. So you will end up with things maybe in the road, um, things rummaged around. You might be woken like I was at one o'clock in the morning by people going in the skip. And also, if you're not careful... Other people will put their stuff in your skip. And that has happened to me as well. Um, So they'll see a skip. They'll see it half empty. They'll think you've done with it and they'll put their own rubbish in it. So you need to be wary of that because also when you sign the contract for the skip, you are liable for what is being put in it. Um, But the main reason that I don't use skips is because of decision fatigue. There are only so many decisions that you can make in a day. Therefore, there are only so many decisions you can make in a couple of weeks. 
Therefore, there are only so many items you can put in a skip while you have it. That is pretty much, in a nutshell, why I think for most clients, especially if they struggle with letting stuff go, skips are almost obsolete. There is no point having them because you cannot make those amount of decisions in that short amount of time. Now, there are pros to having skips and obviously there is a place for them. You know, they can be really useful. And for me, they can be useful for really big, heavy or dirty items. So items that will fill a skip pretty quickly. So big, big items. Um, Items of broken furniture, for example, that you can't give away or items that are too dirty to give away or items that you wouldn't want to put in your car and take to the local recycling centre. So things like gardening waste, rubble, big broken children's outdoors toys, you know, like the trampoline they once had and now they never use or um, the, you know, the child's slide. We always see those child slides that end up getting broken and now you don't know what to do with it because you won't fit in your wheelie bin. Things like that are really, really useful. Um, and for most things, I try and recycle wherever I can. So most things you can give them away. But if it's broken, if it's dirty, then that's obviously a case of finding an alternative solution. And if you have those type of items, what I would say is if you're thinking of getting a skip is going round your home and literally list the things you would feel you would put in a skip if you had one. So how much stuff is there actually there on that list? Is it a case of you need to make more decisions before you can do that? Would a skip actually be worth it? Like, would you actually fill it? Because even when, this, when you order the smallest ones, they look really, really tiny. But when you start filling up, you realise actually you massively underestimated how much you could fit in there. Or you might do it the other way around. If, like me, you know, you're not very good at visualising space because I'm awful at it, it might be you, you think that, this skip's going to be big enough to fit all this stuff in. And when you got it, you think, oh, I've made a big area. I needed a bigger one. And then you've got to then ask for that one to go back and then order another one. And that's obviously double the amount of money. So would a skip actually be worth it for the items that you want to put in there? What do you need to do beforehand to be able to get items out of the house? So for some things, if it's like bulky items of furniture, you might have to take doors off hinges. You might need some help to do it. What help are you going to need? Do you need someone to help you drag things down the stairs? Will you need help to actually lift it into the skip? So I'm like five foot one and a bit. For me to lift something very heavy into a skip, even though they've got lower ends, it's actually quite difficult for me. So I definitely would need someone to help me put things in there. What can make the process quicker? So what would you need to do beforehand to be able to get items in the right place at the right time to be able to put them in there? So is it a case of putting items out of the house by your back door, knowing when you've got enough, hopefully very quickly, otherwise you'll get into trouble for that. Um, and then being able to order skip and get it to arrive. So what can make that process quicker? And where is the skip going to go? So obviously, skip company needs to know if it's going to be on the road or off road because it's on the road, you will need a permit for it. Most skip companies will do this for you. But obviously, you will need to know, is it going on the road? Is it going on your drive? Is it going in your garden? Like, where can it be? Also, think about your neighbour's access. You don't want to upset your neighbours. So you might want to just give them a little heads up and say, you know, as a little sweetener, if once I've finished my decluttering, if you want to put anything in yours for it being, you know, in front of where you normally park your car, then, you know, you can, I'll let you know and you can put your stuff in there. 
Something also to be aware is if you've got like a beautiful paved driveway and you plonk a heavy rusty skip on it, it might damage it or it might leave rust marks. So just be aware of where you're putting it. Also, I think for most clients, the reason why they're hiring a skip is because they've got items in there that are hard to dispose of and they can't see another option. But skips might still not be the right option because in the UK, for example, you can't put pressurised gas bottles in there, car tyres, and some skip companies don't accept mattresses. So you'll need to check with the skip company. They usually have a frequently asked questions place first on the website. Have a look on them and just make sure that they will accept it. Things like fire extinguishers. There's always random fire extinguishers in people's homes. Um, Office chairs is a weird one. Like you might never think that an office chair, some places won't allow it. I'm guessing it's because it's got like a gas lift in it. And also things like fridges and freezers aren't allowed in skips either. So you might have to organise a different kind of collection for those. Also, when you do get one, consider about how you're putting items in there. So I got told I got awful skip management and to be fair, they were right because uh, I was just chucking things in willy nilly like as much as I possibly could. So try and keep the flat items to the side. So things like long pieces of wood, like bits of wardrobe, shelves, things like that. Put them at the side to kind of build up the walls. Um, but be careful that you don't overload it. Um, there is a, a little bit of give and take when it comes to loading skips. Everyone expects it to be slightly above what the actual skip itself is, I think. Don't quote me on that. Um, but you know, if you load it too full, they will refuse to take it because it's dangerous and they will charge you extra for it or refuse to take it at all until you've removed items from there. So be wary of that. If you have metal items, it might be worth placing those on the top because I can guarantee your local scrap dealer will take them out. Now, people are usually asked, they're meant to ask for permission before taking items out, but in all honesty, they rarely do. And also on that note, skips usually mean building work is going on. So a real negative sign of the times with this is thieves will often think there's building materials or tools about. So just be aware of that and make sure doors to places like garages and sheds are really well locked and the last thing I would like you to consider is if you do get a skip do not feel guilty about putting items in it it can be really cathartic and it can be a really useful stepping stone to your clutter-free home just don't go all skip happy and just chuck things in there that you've not really thought about. So I think there's a tendency that you get so euphoric by getting rid of stuff and creating space that you see that box that you've not opened since 1972 and think, oh, I've not opened it in such a long length of time. I'm just going to chuck it in there because I obviously don't need it. That, that will come with regret. So make sure you think about every item you put in there and you're totally happy with it. So I hope today's episode has given you a few things to think about. So until next time, be kind to yourself and keep untangling. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of Decluttering Untangled. If you found anything that I've said today helpful, please do me a favour, hit that subscribe button or leave me a review. It's like receiving a virtual high five that keeps me going and lets me know that I'm helping real people out there and I'm making a difference. Please remember, you're not alone in this. I'm building a community of fellow untanglers over on Facebook. Just visit the show notes for the link to my free decluttering community. So until next time, remember, you're not alone. You're not lazy. You can untangle your life.